Hey class, Prop JC here, and we're in our final video uh, here in week seven, our final video for the class. And, and I love that we get to end with this because I think this is really important. It's from chapter 10 in the book that we've been looking at for the last few weeks, John Maxwell. Everyone communicates if you connect. Um, and here's what we're going to talk about today. Eight ways to build trust. Eight ways to build trust. You know and I know, okay, trust, or, or excuse me, leadership is built on trust. People don't follow things that they don't trust. People don't follow people that they don't trust, right? So trust is incredibly important. Here's what John Maxwell has to say when it comes to this idea of trust. Whether or not you intend to be you, that's you, okay? Not the person next to you, not your parents, not your teacher. You are the message that you communicate to other people, okay? That means your life, and we talked about that. We talked about that before. Your character, everything, the decisions, the choices you've made, you are the message that you communicate to other people. So you can say one thing, but if you're not living it, uh, that's going to be the message, right? Um, this thing we're talking about here, you, that determines whether other people want to connect with you. Even the most skilled performers can't keep up a facade forever, right? We can all see through that eventually. Eventually, who you really are will show through on stage, at work, at home, in your leadership roles, right? You will always be revealed to the people around you. They'll always see you. So if you want to connect well with people, you must become the kind of person uh, you would like to connect with. How you portray yourself, what you communicate, how you live, all of it needs to be consistent, okay? This is what we call integrity, okay? So here are my suggestions. This is John Maxwell speaking here. Here are my suggestions for making that happen. So again, this is eight ways to build trust with the people that you lead and the people you speak to, the people you teach, whatever it is that you do in life, here's how you do it. Number one is this connect with yourself, okay? Uh, and, and it says this, the first step towards connecting with yourselves or ourselves is knowing ourselves. And that comes from self-assessment, right? We need to become self-aware. We need to take uh, tests to learn our own strengths. We need to set aside time to reflect, okay? We need to uh, journal. We need to pray. Maybe if you're a faith-based person, you need to spend some time in prayer. Talk to others about your weaknesses. You have to be intentional, okay? Uh, the irony is what we need to spend time focusing on uh, on ourselves can be, um, uh, let me read that again. The irony is that we need to spend some time focusing on ourselves so we can become free to take the focus off ourselves and put it on others, right? But it starts with us. It's, it's why when I see leaders out there messing up all over the place and they can't lead correctly, here's what I know about them. They have not taken time to reflect. They haven't taken time to, to journal. They haven't taken time to pray. They haven't taken time to meditate. They're just out there leading, right? They're out there shooting, right? Right. If, if you think about the cowboy who's out there, who's had no training, Right? who doesn't understand how to point the gun, how to shoot the gun, who doesn't understand the power in, in that gun. They're just out there in the wild, wild west, just shooting it up, shooting it up, right? And they're missing every target along the way. That's what leadership looks like when we don't take time and get the foundations right. And the foundations are this. The foundations are what you do in private. I've got this square that I'm building right now. It's for organizations it's called the Square Organizations, the Square Life. And I'm not going to give too much to you, but one of the quadrants has to do with purpose, right? The organization has to know its purpose and an individual has to know its purpose. But here's the deal. That that idea of purpose, especially for a person, it's only done uh, in private, right? Now, now, now your purpose is revealed in the company of other people and in community with other people, but it's discovered in private. Okay, but here's the deal. Most of us don't want to spend time in private. We don't want to get to know ourselves. We don't want to take the assessments. We don't want to take the test. Now, you might be different. You're in a leadership 
you know, program. And I hope some of you go on and get uh, a master's degree from our leadership programs here at Point Lamb as well, where you take even more assessments to get to know who you are. And we believe that that's so true because you can't lead others unless you know who you are. I spent a lot of time on this, but this is really important. Okay. As a leader, it starts with this. You've got to connect. If you don't know who you are, you're going to be out there again, like that wild cowboy, just shooting, shooting, shooting. You're not going to hit anything right? You've got to understand who you are. And that takes from, that means you've got to spend time with yourself. Turn off the phones, turn off the Netflix, turn off the Hulu, turn off all that stuff. Spend time in quiet reflection and reading and journaling. Take the assessment. And when you take the assessment, go take a whole day if you can somewhere, go out in nature somewhere, leave the phone in the car and go, and go to the beach and just sit there for a whole day and overthink that, 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 that self-assessment you've taken. Ask other people to share with you kind of what they see about you. Right. I did an executive assessment in uh, 2000. Uh, 20, uh, I, I was on the verge of, uh, of transferring or just completely evolving my whole life. I knew I wanted to go from what I was doing to what I'm doing now. I wanted to teach. I wanted to consult. I wanted to train. I wanted to build my own business. And I'm happy to report to you. I'm, I'm, I'm on that path 100%, but it started and I was very lucky to have a gentleman who said, I'll, I'll foot the bill for you. And he paid about $2,000 for me to get one of these executive assessments. And I was able to work with a coach for a little bit. And he did, uh, he, he called several people. I gave him a list of about 20 people. He called all of them. And so he had a clear picture of who I was. And then he was able to give that to me. Okay. And through that, I was able to make the decisions and realize, okay, this next step is good uh, because that is, it all starts with connecting with yourself. Okay. Uh, number two is this, right? If you want to build trust with other people, you want people to follow, you've got to right your wrongs, which means this. Number one, you've got to acknowledge your mistakes. That's you and that's me, right? Every single day. And if we're not careful, we, you know, well, it's not careful. It's just human nature. We all make mistakes, but it starts with acknowledging those, right? The, the people who follow us, they want to know that that we're human. Uh, and I would say this, the people that follow us, they already know that we're human. They want to know that we know that we're human. Right. So when we make a mistake, we admit that we don't get defensive. We don't get all upset. We just say, you know what? You're right. I apologize. I need to do this better. Now, if you're anything like me, this is something we got to work on a little bit more. But this is what people want. Uh, uh, number two, after you acknowledge your mistake, you've got to apologize. OK, that means you got to say you're sorry. And then it means you got to make amends. Apologizing and making amends are two different things. Apology is just words that kind of come out of your mouth. Hey, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. I apologize. Making amends, uh, making amends means that you back up and you say, I'm so sorry for what I did. Now I'm going to ask you, what can I do to correct what I did? Some things you won't be able to correct. If you've said something, it's already out. It's out there in the open. There might be some wrongs that you did that you can't, but maybe it's, I don't know, maybe you caught, you did something that cost somebody money. Well, then how do you make amends? You say, okay, whatever it is, money that you spent on this, I'll take the, you know, I'll, I'll foot the bill for that. Okay. So that's just kind of words. You acknowledge your mistakes. You apologize. You make your amends. That's how people trust you. Number three, be accountable. Okay. That means you've got to have people around you who are better than you are. Okay. That are holding you accountable. And not where you just sit there and you just talk to each other and right, 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 right. But people that you 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 be quiet and you let them speak into your life and you let them say things that that hurt a little bit, right? And these are hard people to have in our life. But I I've got one person that I know that if I'm struggling in my life, I'm struggling in my marriage, I'm struggling in my business, I know I can call him, but I better be prepared because he's gonna point the mirror straight at me. 
And he's going to say, hey, JC, have you considered all these things? He's not going to say, oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? Your wife is such a so-and-so, and she needs to learn how to respect you more. Or, hey, your boss, yeah, your boss is an idiot, and they don't appreciate you. And, hey, yeah, your coworkers, he won't do any of that. And I know this about him, and I know that when I call him, he's immediately going to point up the mirror and say, hey, JC, thanks for sharing your issue with me. Now let's point the mirror at you. What are all the things that you need to do better in this situation? That's accountability. Number four. Uh, lead the way that you live. Uh, lead the way that you live. And here's what this means to me, okay? It means that how you live needs to be intentional and it needs to be well-led, okay? That's something we're working on in, in our own, uh, you know, our own home. Got uh, three daughters all together. Two of them are, are my stepdaughters. I've got my, my daughter. And so we're blending families, you know, my wife and I. And one of the things that we've come up with is structures and rules here at the house. And some of you have those as well. But the reason why we do that is because uh, we know that if we can't get the house right, and our, and our girls who are 13, 11, 8, if, if we can't get the house right, then 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 the, then nothing's ever going to happen. So we've got to structure it well, right? So we've got to be intentional. We have to lead the way that we live. It all starts in your home, right? If you're not living well, if you're not leading your own life, if you're not leading your own habits, right? If you're a person of poor personal habits, no one's, you can't lead other people. No one wants to follow someone who's got poor personal habits. So you've got to lead the way that you live. And then number five is this, always tell the truth. Always, 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 always tell the truth. And sometimes it's going to hurt for you to tell that truth. And there are ways to tell the truth. You don't have to just throw it up in people's face, whatever it is. <clears throat> but always be truthful in what you say. This is really important for us as leaders. If a product is not working the way it needs to be, if a service isn't working the way it, it needs to be, well, you've got to point that out. If someone's not doing their job as a leader, that that's hard to do, but it takes courage. But you've got to tell the truth about what you're seeing. So always tell the truth. And, and, and here's the thing. In order for people to trust you, they need to know that, you know what, I can always go to you. They, they need to mention your name and say, I can always go to you and, and I'm always going to get I'm, I'm always going to get the right answer. It may not be the answer I want to hear, but it's going to be the right answer. OK, and so let that be you. And uh, number six, and, and this is really hard for a lot of us as leaders, be vulnerable. Dr. Uh, Brene Brown speaks a lot about this, the power of vulnerability. OK, and so I recommend that you do a lot of you know work with her. But, but being vulnerable doesn't mean you come in and you're getting therapy from the people who work around you. That's not that's never OK. I, I don't think it's OK for a boss to ever come in and just unload on their employees. Find somebody else to do that. Right. That they're going to lose trust in you real quick. You know, they want to know that you're human. They know that you're human. But if you're coming in and you're crying and you didn't make your rent or you couldn't pay your bills or someone your your bro, your boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with you and you're crying to all your employees that that, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. here. Vulnerability means that when you're in a situation where and you can you know that everyone is scared and everyone is worried, you admit that you say, I am, too. I'm too. Hey, you know, you know, we're, we're coming through this recession and we're not sure how it's going to work out. We don't know if the company is going to be able to work long term. We don't know if we're going to make the profits. And hey, team, I'm a little bit worried about this. You know, it's OK for you to say that they're worried about it. They recognize it. You've got to be able to say that as well. OK, be vulnerable with your team to a certain extent. Right. It's not a therapy session, but be vulnerable with your team. Number seven is this. Follow the golden rule. Follow the golden rule. Okay. Um, and here's what that means. Uh, there's a couple ways to say this. One is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, but then there's a flip side of it as well. I love Karen Armstrong, the author, says this 
don't do don't do to others what you don't want them to do to you right because sometimes if we do to other people what we want done to ourselves you know we i i talk about this in training sometimes when we talk about um how to reward people so we are the kind of person that maybe we want to be rewarded so we want everyone to stand up in front of us and you know you know or stand up in front of the whole crowd and you know 60 people on our team and and share our name with everyone and tell them how great we are and, and give us a pat on the back publicly some people may not want that right so that's doing to others you because you like that you 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 show respect and love that way. Um, and that's not a bad way to live. Do to others, right? As you, it makes sense. But a deeper way to go is don't do to other people what you don't want done to yourself. So if you don't want people disrespecting you, don't disrespect other people. If you don't want people calling yourself out, you're calling you out in front of people, don't do it to other people. Um, you get that, right? If you don't want people lying to you, don't lie to other people, right? So you understand that. Uh, make sure you're always following the golden rule uh, from both perspectives. Number eight is this, and this is the final one. Okay. Uh, uh, this is the final one. Deliver results. Results matter. We live in a results oriented society. We live in a results and here in the, in the Western world, a results oriented culture. You've got to be a person who consistently delivers results. And I say consistent. That doesn't mean you do it well on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday, you slack off. That means every single day you get in there and you deliver consistent results. Okay. I've talked about that before here on the podcast, right? Def Leppard and, and their band. And you ask them, why are, you know, why have you stuck around for 42, 43? three years. Why? Because they are consistent, right? They're delivering results consistently. And that's all you have to do. And now, and then once you reach a certain stage, you don't have to put out new, new stuff. I mean, they're still putting out new stuff. They've got a great new album they put out, you know, two years ago, but you don't have to be on that same because you've done it consistently well. And you, and you, you just go in and like them, you go in and play all the hits, you know, you go in and play all the hits you do you're consistent with all the hits. You're consistent with the work you do. Okay. All of that is incredibly important uh, to what you do. All of that is how you build trust. So again, our final podcast here, I want you to go back and just list those eight ways to build trust. And then I want to, and then I want you to tell me again, in our, 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 your final response here, what is that one way um, out of all the eight you've mentioned, what is the one thing that you're working on the most in your life to help build trust uh, from the people? And you may, you may do them all extremely well. Okay, but I guarantee you, okay, and this is part of reflection, starts with it starts with you understanding yourself. I guarantee you there's something in the eight that you're not doing uh great, right? There's something you can do better. Okay. And uh, so I want you to list that out and, and just list here's the thing that I'm I'm working to get better at. Hey everybody, it's been wonderful to do these podcasts with you. It's been wonderful to be on the call. This has been the best uh 40 30 class that I've ever taken, or excuse not that I've ever taken, that I've ever had. Uh, you just have done an, an incredibly great job. Do not quit right now. Okay. I always had to take, you know, giving classes, you know, kind of an attaboy or an girl, right? Because then it's, oh, okay, we did good. So we can slack off. Don't, don't slack off. Keep pushing forward. Keep, keep doing the work that you're doing. Um, stay consistent. Okay. Consistently deliver results. Don't do it for me. Do it for you. Right. Because it's all about leadership and it's all about you reaching your full and highest potential so you can help other people reach their full and highest potential. If there's one thing to take away from all these podcasts, it is never about you ever. That's the price of leadership. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a great class with all of you. Um, I'll see you soon. I'll see you here, there or on the other side. Take care, everybody.